I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, I take you to a museum which houses a unique artifact and how that tells us the way we should live our lives. On the night of January 7th, 1610, a 46-year-old man walked onto his balcony and tipped his telescope towards space. He spotted three stars near Jupiter and graphed their positions in a notebook. 6 days later, he looked up again and found the same stars, but their positions had shifted. They were, he realized, not stars, but moons orbiting Jupiter. This man had long believed Copernicus's theory that the earth was not the center of the universe. Now, he had proof. No prizes for guessing who this man was, but of course, Galileo Galilei. I discovered this story standing in front of an armillary sphere, which is a 3D model of objects in the sky. This sphere, the largest of its kind, is housed in Museo Galileo, a science museum which is often overshadowed by the Cathedral of Florence or the Duomo as it's popularly known. By the way, you can check out the fascinating story of the Duomo in episode 28, The Impossible Dome. The museum though houses the most prized of Galileo's instruments, including that very telescope which Galileo used to discover the moons of Jupiter. Weirdly enough, it also houses the middle finger of Galileo's right hand. But that is not the strangest thing you will see in the museum. It also pays homage to one of the most long-standing enigmas of science, an enigma which was confounding to an illustrious list of people across the world. It includes the famed 12th-century Indian mathematician Bhaskara II, the 17th-century Irish scientist Robert Boyle, and a certain Italian artist and inventor who needs no introduction. So much so that after years of trying. In 1494, Da Vinci wrote in his notebook, "O oh, ye seekers of perpetual motion, how many vain chimeras have you pursued? Go and take your place with the alchemists." Yes, perpetual motion, the goal of reproducing the perpetual motion of the heavenly bodies by means of mechanical systems, stimulated the imagination of technicians and engineers all through time. The challenge they faced was to build the machines that once set in motion would function forever museo galileo houses some of the most interesting attempts in creating a perpetual motion machine many inspired by designs from da vinci's notes ultimately in the 19th century it was maxwell's work on the laws of thermodynamics which proved that perpetual motion is an impossibility in a set of far less complex instruments which are housed in that very museum is a collection of dividers yes those objects in your school geometry box those very objects which had a mysterious purpose apart from making holes in your notebook and playing some painful pranks on your friends growing up and i can bet on this so many of you have wondered why do we have dividers at all 
I can also bet that you never ended up using a divider all through your school years. After decades of wondering myself, in a hall deep into the galleries of Museo Galileo, I found my answer. The divider was an instrument used to measure distances on maps and plans. If you happen to have an atlas or a map on your hands, open it up. Pick up any two cities and if you want to know the shortest distance between them, you could use your divider to map the two points. You would then take the divider to the scale of the map and find the right distance. For centuries, it was used by architects to build monuments and buildings as per plans. If you remember your school physics lab experiments, vernier calipers served the same purpose. But most importantly, it was used by sailors for navigation to measure nautical miles. The compass gave them direction and the divider gave them distance. Direction and distance. Isn't it what defines most human pursuits? We all want to go the distance in the right direction. But behind this drive is a more fundamental, innate human pursuit. This is the pursuit which made Galileo pursue heliocentrism, which made Da Vinci chase perpetual motion, and which made countless explorers from Columbus to Magellan to Ibn Battuta undertake life-threatening journeys. The chances of success were remote, but yet they labored on. Because across centuries and even today, there is one motivation which trumps all of them. The desire to be remembered. The desire to be imprinted in our collective memories. These pursuits are the ultimate insurance against impermanence. As much and much like Galileo and Da Vinci, we need to figure out which goals to pursue doggedly and which ones to give up gracefully. The distinction is important because depending on the scale of time you use, everything is impermanent. Everyone will be forgotten over millennia, if not centuries. What matters is what we do with our time now, because the only scale of time which truly matters is the moment. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YV Travel 42 on Instagram.